how you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to episode three of Freshy Friday with your hosts, Billy, Kristen, and Brooke. If you are new here, we are all students from the University of Miami. 2020 has been no joke this year. There have been massive fires. There's been a global pandemic, the, the killer bees. Carol Baskin. Um, the presidential election uh, and the passing of so many amazing people like Kobe Bryant. Um, in general, a lot has happened, but the main event that has trumped this year is obviously COVID-19. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but COVID has definitely impacted me a lot. I feel like it's especially impacted my mental health. Yeah, many students around the world who have online school are dealing with like some type of stress or even depression. An article from EdSource talked about a survey that asked students to grade their mental wellness before and after schools close on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 indicating top mental health. Before the pandemic, 65% of students gave themselves a 7 or higher. After the pandemic, that percentage would drop to less than 40%. Wow, that's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, not being able to go to school in person and being stuck in your house with eyes glued to a computer screen for like seven hours a day would leave students with anxiety, depression, and some other mental health issues. Many are even saying that students' anxiety levels are at their highest right now. Psychologist Maureen Schroeder says young people's health affects the whole community. Without good mental health, you can't function, you can't contribute to society. It affects all of us. This is when we need to be investing more in mental health services, not less. Personally, I felt a bit sad and even depressed the first month of the pandemic. And it even affected the people I was living with, my family. It was really sad knowing I wouldn't be able to finish out my last couple of months in high school. My family knew I wouldn't be able to have have a normal last year in high school, and they were really sorry for me. I wasn't able to have a normal prom or even a normal graduation. The prom run really hurt because after going through the troubles and stress of asking my date out in front of all her friends, I wasn't even able to have every what every high school senior was promised. Oh That's so cute you asked her out. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like for students who are really having a tough time with the virtual school and like not being able to experience what many would classify as a normal high school experience, they should really try reaching out to maybe counselors, teachers, or even friends and family to try and talk out their struggles and hopefully get better. Yeah, I think this remote learning has been no joke this year. I mean, all it does is just add on to the stress of being in lockdown at home for those who are not on campus, it just ends up being the repetitive, the repetitive schedule of just eating, sleeping, and just doing schoolwork. I mean, since January, countries have locked down in attempt to prevent the spread of coronavirus. They've they've closed stores, restaurants, movie theaters, even workplaces. And with the closing of workplaces, unemployment rates increase. People and their families they were in troubling times and still are in troubling times. Yeah, I remember, like, during that time, I remember there were, like, no more walk-in, like, anything. You couldn't go into any, like, building. Appointments had to be made even for, like, walk-in clinics. Exactly. And um, just thinking back to March when lockdown first started, I was so happy to be out of school, just 
to be gone for two weeks. I just kept thinking about using that time for prom dress shopping or just shopping in general. And I was excited to do nothing but sleep. Once we found out the virus was more serious than we thought, like the honeymoon phase I was in just disappeared. I went from chilling and loving no school to just crying about prom, graduation, have not seeing my family or friends and just having no social interactions. Yeah, I was so excited. I had like a dress like on hold for prom and I was so excited to wear it. But yeah, I had like such a hard time with prom and just like not being able to go. And then graduation, of course. My school actually did a driving graduation, which honestly made me like more sad just because we were all stuck in our cars the whole time. I was pretty relieved about prom. Not having to buy a suit was pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay oh my gosh well i just i just felt like i was going crazy for a minute like yeah just it's suffocating being in the house 24 7 and i know it's a feeling that everyone's been dealing with this year and it was a, it was some research done by a group of psychiatrists and they their study showed that the absence from our structured school setting was just i mean the absence from the disruption in our routine we've had tons of boredom and a lack of innovative ideas and that all comes from not uh, from having us not engage in those academic and extracurricular activities and with being stuck inside all the time we also can become super super attached and dependent on our parents I mean or some students have become unattached and just want to leave you know go to college be alone and with all that disruption we can experience anxiety and just it's just so much uncertainty in the world because of it. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like with this disruption to our daily routine came a lot of, you know, like extra time on our hands. And I know that many people, like myself included, filled this extra time with like the endless scrolling of social media. And like while this may have been considered fun downtime in the beginning, you know, it quickly could turn into like a negative aspect of the pandemic that could definitely impact mental health in a negative way that's so true like i ended up putting a timer on my apps just to keep myself off of them yeah yeah a study of 512 college students measured social media use like a covid19 stressor it measured secondary traumatic stress depression and anxiety and as expected from the study done by harvard from regression analysis indicated that a higher level of social media use was associated with worse mental health and that more exposure to disaster news via social media was associated with greater depression which is very unsurprising to me um during covid mental health symptomatic expressions also increased by 14 percent which was definitely thematically related to covid19 and also in the survey while no participants reported any depressive or trauma disorders before the pandemic more than half reported depressive symptoms that were moderate or severe levels of secondary drama. Wow, that's a crazy statistic. Yeah, I know. And those who are online most frequently, um, most frequently being at least 50 times a week, which let's be honest, is most of us in this COVID-19 world um, have three times the odds of perceived social isolation as those who went online less than nine times a week. Uh, we've probably never experienced experienced these negative effects as acutely while simultaneously feeling the need to communicate online more than ever. 
Social media has also been a useful tool during the pandemic in creating connections with people and pushing movements such as the Black Lives Matter movement. And rallying on social media as an alternative to the streets isn't just performative, but it's a crucial, effective tool, I believe, that helps protesters coordinating their actions. But, however, social media can actually make you feel like more alone. Like, while we're craving this connection, it can, it can actually make you feel more isolated. And while the endless scrolling through the same three apps, um, the endless comparing to other people's highlight reels called upward comparison can create low self-esteem or self-doubt. I completely feel that. Every time I go on Instagram, I see so many pretty people with their cool outfits, the nice hair, the really expensive shoes. And it just is, it's so hard on my self-esteem. Sometimes I just feel like I'm not doing enough. I wouldn't necessarily like say it gives me low self-esteem. I just think it persuades me to like change up my style, which I usually don't buy into that much. Yeah, no, I had to do, I had to like, like take social media breaks every once in a while just because it just was too much for me and similarly social media only offers a snapshot of the world at large um it's like hard to remember that in our curated news feeds it's like easy to get lost in negativity and misinformation and particularly now that the 24 7 news cycle always seems to be on speed the general state of alarm and anxiety social media seems to have isn't really helping either Without an emotional break, it's so easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless. I know when I'm on social media too much, I definitely tend to be less happy and I definitely have to take breaks. Yeah, once, I mean, while quarantine and chilling was all fun at first, I think it's definitely safe to say we're all ready to get back to our normal lives. Yeah, and even though we like, we can't do that yet though, there's definitely some things that we can like do to help like bring us back to it. Um, Obviously, keep wearing your masks. Um, stay as focused as you can in your online classes. I know it's hard. Um, take social media breaks when you know you need it. Call your grandma, <laughs> tell your sister you love her, and stay positive because like things are going to get better soon. Thanks for listening to the coolest podcast of the hour. This is Freshy Friday signing off.